Hey, I'm Jasmine Rihanna. And I'm Vivian Page. And, and we, we are, are the hosts of The Law. Sit back and let your thoughts ignite as we explore life's musings with our favorite music. Welcome back to a new episode of The Loo. Welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. Gosh. I am your co-host, Jasmine. We're going to mix it up today. Mm-hmm. And, and I am your co-host, Vivian Page. Yes, Vivian hey, Page. Hey, hey. Carrying little Mrs. Page. Yes, that's right. Baby girl is here with me. <laughs> she with us. She was on the podcast, <laughs> She's too, growing, you know? <laughs> yes. She's thumping along. If y'all hear a little thump, that's her, oh, okay? so cute. <laughs> y'all, you know, in the midst of everything that's been going on, I just really had to take a moment. And I was like, Vivian, we got to talk about this because it's huge and we need to bring it on in. Yeah. We are losing our legends. <sighs> and don't yeah. get me wrong. I know we've lost some heavy hitters yeah. before this, but just this year, 2020 is giving us some 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 stuff. It's okay, like, come on. Give like. us a break. I mean, just starting out, we lost Kobe yeah. and Gianna Bryant yeah. and, you know, the seven others that were on a plane. And then just in the last few months, it feel like we have... God, we can't catch a one break. By one yes. Um, Recently, we've lost Little Richard. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We've lost Andre Harrell. Of course, Betty Wright. Betty Wright. Um, oh, my God. so shocking, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you really don't know what to say, you know. Mm-hmm. We want to say, oh, well, you know, this is just a part of life or, you know. Yeah. Well, sometimes just, just being quiet, just, you know, taking it in that this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Something that we kind of hesitated to do was discuss it because we do so much with wanting to uplift our people yeah. um, and just share, you know, good feelings mm-hmm. and happy times. But in all reality, this is a part of our world and what's yeah. going on. So we want to just uh, kind of talk about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. It comes with it. I think for me, I didn't know much about Andre Harrell. Mm-hmm. I just knew his his genius mm-hmm. of creating what we see now as modern hip hop. Yeah. And, you know, being the pioneer for some of our greats, you know. Yes. Um, even if it, that was just great for a generation. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> they still did something. Yeah, still that, did something. I mean, and yeah. he built up the amazing Puff Daddy. I mean, Sean Combs. All Sean Diddy. I mean, and Diddy has done so many things, but yeah. for someone you look at that discovered him and, and yeah. saw something in mm-hmm. him and said, hey man, you got something, let's yeah. do it. And I remember reading an article um, when him and Diddy separated. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't do it off of something went bad. He done it because it was his time mm. to grow. And wow. he knew he had outgrown him. It was time for him to start his own stuff. That's big. That's huge because I remember when I first got into radio and I went up for this. Oh, I just knew I had this job. Oh, I just knew it. What was it? Um, it was to be the, like the business manager okay. for a small radio station here in Charlotte. And it was small then. Um, And I was just so excited. I was talking to like the head of him and he had, you know, a station in Atlanta, he had one somewhere else, I think like Detroit or something, mm-hmm. and he had brought one here in Charlotte. And one of the people had left in the business department, and they were just like, you gotta hire, like everyone in the building like, you gotta hire Jasmine, you gotta uh, hire Jasmine, she's learned everything, she's been in every department, like she's been such a go-getter, like you should mm-hmm. definitely, like even if you don't hire her, like you gotta interview her, like you gotta let her know she appreciated. this isn't it. And so I got the interview, he called me, be in my office at 11 a.m. on this day, and I was like, ah, <laughs> it's, it's happening, it's happening! And I remember sitting down, I was so giddy because I knew all the questions. I knew this, I knew that. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he was just like, you know, you're an amazing person. You're great. And, you know, I uh-huh. think you have a great future for yourself. But I got a question for you. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. He's like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I was like, didn't hesitate. Just I was like, well, I plan on having my own. And he was like, having your own what? I was like, radio station? And he was like, Phew. 
He's like, you, you already too far. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, wow. your vision is ahead. He was like, what I'm doing right now is just going to stunt you. And I was like, what do you mean? And I was like, Whoa. he was like, if you, he's like, what do you truly want to do? If you had to lay it out right now, what would you do? And I was like, well, I would love to be, you know, uh, on air star. Yeah. I like to produce. And, you know, I would just love to just own my own radio station. And he was just like, yeah, this ain't like for that. you. <laughs> and like, I was so disappointed. But now I see why. Because I'm doing what I wanted to do. It, it, it wasn't how I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't how I envisioned it. I thought I would be, you know, on ninety two point seven right now, chilling out, maxing out. Yeah. But I was I was given the opportunity to create what I wanted to create, and I still yeah. have that vision plan. I still got that plan that, you know, hey, when I hit forty, I always said when I hit forty, I'm on my own radio station. Boom. And you now said you spoke it That's exactly. It. So I don't know how I'll make it, but I know it's gonna be done. It'll it'll happen. And um, I still have his phone number. I still have his email. That's real. And but I never forget that. So I can only imagine how important, you know, that moment was for Diddy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it felt crushing. Like, oh, my God, this guy don't believe in me anymore. Like, he just fired me. This isn't that. But mm-hmm. he was setting you up for something better. Yes. And I'm sure we all have had that moment where we thought something was crushing. It was just like, oh, my God, this just yeah, changed my life. Happened. This is yeah. horrible right now. And you look back on it two years, five years, ten years later, and you're just like, thank God for that moment. Like, if I hadn't had that moment, Jesus. <laughs> like, <laughs> where would I be right now? <laughs> That's a powerful story. Yeah. I mean, because, honestly, a lot of people – could have easily just said, yeah, you know everything and everything checks out. I need somebody right now, so we're going to go ahead and, you know, and hire you. Yeah. But seeing that mm-hmm. light in you and that potential, he knew. And then we lost Little Richard. Yes. Now, so. I'm not a big fan of Little Richard. I can't tell you his songs, but I remember that movie. And I used to watch that yes. movie nonstop. Really? You watched it all? I like- used to watch the movie so much. Doobie doobie dum up but for me, Little Richard made me laugh. So uh, I didn't know a lot about him, but like whenever I did see him, like that movie, of course, mm-hmm. and then like there was this song my granddad would play, uh, Tutti Fruity. Yes. And so, Tutti oh, and I don't know all the words, <laughs> but it was fun. And it was like, we would get up and like bounce Twist. around. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, he always had a smile on his face and he just, you know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know a lot about him, but I did read something that, that stated how uh, Little Richard, he, he didn't care what anybody thought, you know. Mm-hmm. He had his own style. Um, he was very extravagant, uh, very, you know, enthusiastic, and people gravitated towards mm-hmm. that. Women loved him. Right. Um, He's and like I a think prince. it's just, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something so different about him, you know, and people didn't hold it against him. They wanted to know more, they wanted to learn more and be around him. So, very talented man. And, um, you know, just, I'm just in awe, like, wow. I'm learning about these people posthumously. Like, I'm yeah. learning about them now that they've passed and, you know, wondering, like, man, I, I really want to learn more about who is here. You know, makes yeah. you really look at those things differently. And then, of course, our girl. Oh, man. <sighs> Miss Wright. That hurts so much. Like, I, I know. Like, now, Betty Wright, we both grew up on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Betty Wright is, I feel like if you were born in the 90s, honey, you had to grow up on some Betty Wright. You had to hear something you from her. You had to. Uh, clean up woman. Clean up. <laughs> Listen. Clean up woman. And when we was it's young, woman. we didn't know what that, you know, we just bopped around the house. I know. Like, we knew it was cleaning day, you know. It's cl- <laughs> exactly. Like, it's a clean up woman, but we the clean up woman right now. <laughs> yes. And that's what, honestly, that my, was my logic. Like, oh, it's clean up. We're, clean. Yes. We're dusting. You know, my grandma have a I love you. so innocent. <laughs> I knew what it was. And I was just like, oh, okay. Oh, my God. 
much. But I learned very quickly with yes. later on. But yeah, I feel like my one. favorite was Tonight Is Tonight, girl. Uh, everybody that man. brings so many memories and just like so mm. many good times and just I honestly anticipated lose my virginity to that song. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, now that was something that as a young woman, mm-hmm. you learned about, I guess, it, depending on what time, you know, yeah. you got, had that talk, but, you know, we would hear it at cookouts yes. and like, you know, but we knew what Your she was talking about. Your mom had girls about. night. Yeah, <laughs> and you knew. I loved the class of it. There was yes, no, yes, yes, nothing yes. raunchy about it, but we mm-hmm. all knew. She was talking about just, you know, yeah. the night that she and changed. And it was so, it was so detailed because it didn't, yeah. It wasn't a story of a quote unquote a loose woman. It was right. it was a story of someone who but knew that her, her her vagina was sacred and mm-hmm. knew that you know this is something that I want to do and I've been waiting for exactly. this moment and you are the person and I'm going to do it. And I'm choosing. I'm this. choosing this yeah. and that was so strong because you know before you never really heard black women talking about that in so much detail Very and the way she it. did it because yeah. like you said it was with class and it was about an innocent girl finding somebody that she wanted to give her body to yeah that she chose to and so I think that's one of the things that like really empowered me growing up because that's the kind of music my mom you know, had me listen to she yeah. had me listen to the you know the juke joints in the hole in the wall you know <laughs> like it was really like you know these Aretha Franklin you know Shaka yes. Khan and all of those kind of women that was empowered and it was like no nah, honey we make our own decisions that's it <laughs> And we choose and we're educated about mm-hmm. what we want. It wasn't just some fragile little girl that's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Or, yeah. No, she knew and she mm-hmm. explained it. This is what's <laughs> going to happen tonight. Yes. You know, tonight is the night. And it, you can't help but just smile yes. or like feel good about mm-hmm. that. That I'm glad you broke it down that way because a lot of times we don't look at the lyrics and say, wow, this is what she really was saying. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why it spoke to us so much and it sticks oh, in our head. So um, I think one of the biggest, legend. oh my gosh, <laughs> Betty Wright, I mean, no pain, no gain. Oh, no yes. Pain. No pain. No I pain. mean, and that's power in itself right there. No <laughs> Go look up the lyrics, y'all, because yes. that is one. Um, it really teaches you about, again, where she was in her mindset mm-hmm. as a woman. Like just from her songs and her you know popularity, she was a woman who lived her life. That's it. Life yep. did not live her. Like, she huh. lived it, okay? Come on, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm back, y'all. <laughs> back up in the with these jewels. But it was just, it was so <laughs> empowering to see a black woman who, you know, had been around the game and learning some things and seeing yes. some things, and she telling you how it is in a, a real way. As It was almost like, she was our first auntie. That's what, yeah, she felt like an auntie yeah. that would be, you know, to come on, watch what I'm doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just learn from, you know, watching. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny because, like, I, I shared this story with Vivian, but, like, one of my all-time favorite memories is listening to Betty Wright with my aunt and she was uh maybe 15 years older than me Mm -hmm. and you know my mom she stayed you know we all stayed together in the same house my mom used to bargain with her if you want to go out and hang out you gotta take jasmine with you (laughs) so i was like her little sister that string along i mean i was in pigtails okay like i was a child and she would have me with her nothing ever happened to me but on the way home we trying to make it back for curfew and stuff (laughs) and (laughs) my aunt she would always play tonight is the night and she would sing it to me and like 
like make me feel all giddy. Her and my mom will always say, listen to this song because she made the decision. You make decision for yourself. And so like we would have fun and we would know the words and we're singing back and forth to each other and stuff like that. But I remember this is a choice Mm -hmm. and you give this to who you want to give it to. You know, don't ever make have someone make decision for you. Mm-hmm. And so it's, that's just one, one of my favorite memories. Like, I can I feel like, you know how you remember a memory? Yeah. And you can still smell it. You can still feel yes. it. You still see it. All your and senses. Yes. Yeah. And she had this old Chrysler Stratus. Mm, y'all was cruising. <laughs> it was cruising. <laughs> and, like, it was such a powerful, like, beautiful moment. But that Betty Wright, oh, my God. Like, I just couldn't believe she passed. I was like, man. Like, she has so many great 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 songs that like i can't wait to dance around the living room with my kids too you know yeah. <laughs> and and her her legend and her story and and who she was as a woman lives on and yeah. we'll do that within our culture we respect oh, her and everything yes. she's done uh, it's beautiful that you have a memory that goes along mm-hmm. with a song that's when it gets real when you have yes when a, a song takes you back somewhere and it just makes you remember like where you were and Mm -hmm. you know what you were doing i think that's one of the most beautiful things that music does for all of us absolutely like last episode we were talking about you know jill scott and erica on the versus battle and that's the same thing i think the reason why everyone gravitated to that particular you know experience as we (laughs) shared it experience is because we all had a moment with those songs that they played that just was ingrained in us where it was either because we found it on our own, our mm-hmm. own adulthood, or we heard it, you know, I remember the first time I heard Honey by Erica Badu. And I just remember like, oh, I love this. It sounds so good. Like, this mm-hmm. is new R&B, you know? We had some time in Greensboro. You remember 97.1? Yeah. That was like my plug. Really? <laughs> to my old school. Because that, that's our radio stations for back home, okay. my hometown. 97.1. Like 97.1, okay. 1 and 2 Jams. You know, those were the things that, you know, we had. And just, you know, with Jill Scott, I just remember the times that I would travel to visit her. So it's just one of those things about, you know, especially with our culture, the lengths that we have to go through to hear the things and feel the things that we love. Mm-hmm. You know, especially back in the day where, you know, Betty Wright for our parents was on a little VC, you know, a little, was it a little tape? Was it VC? Oh, it was a cassette tape. Cassette, thank yeah. you, girl. I was like, what were we trying to say? She, you got <laughs> it. cassette tape, you yeah. know? And, you know, having them, like, rewind it to keep it fresh yeah. and everything. And so it's like, that's why it's so important for us when we hear talk about our legends and losing them. I want to know, and definitely reach out to us if, you know, you're able to get a perspective from, you know, some of your the older people mm-hmm. that um, Betty Wright was the Jill Scott and Erica Badu for them. You yeah. know, it makes a difference in where they mm-hmm. were in their life. How this time has made them feel. Of course, it's not I happy, but it's um, there are probably some great memories associated with it. But I mean. Made me think of like Betty Wright and Sade. I was like, because I feel like you know Sade was on smooth up the radio. Yes, <laughs> but then it really makes you look at life differently too, and say, you know, wow. I really want to just cherish these moments and just yes. take it in and like these artists and you know even beyond music but just people that may be you know, someone you look up to because they do something in your career field yeah. that you're interested in but like really taking that in and say it's safe. about age man yeah. age cha- like my parents and you know older people used to tell me as you grow older your mindset changes things that you know matter to you doesn't matter anymore certain mm. things changes it's like man I'm feeling it like I, I I feel so different than I was years ago. And it's like, was you really putting interest into that girl? What was you thinking? You know, (laughs) I feel so, I mean, I would have to say lately, I feel so educated. I've been like, you know, I'm learning stuff all the time. I'm researching and then I'll Mm -hmm. look at this and I'll, you know, I'm just like, wow. 
I really used to spend my time like playing words with friends all day. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, <laughs> that was very random, but I'm just That's saying, funny. like, oh like you said, really, did I really just, I used to invest my time in that. But now, yeah, just being yeah. very, you know, knowledgeable <laughs> of what you do. <laughs> that was my choice, let me tell you. Nobody could beat me. Words were friends and Russell. I, I still like Russell. <laughs> yeah, so. But you know, when I was <laughs> thinking about this topic for the show, it was all kind of formulated when I listened to this new song with Jordan Lucas. Mm-hmm. The originally, it was kind of like an ode to Will Smith okay. and how Will Smith impacted his life. You know, growing up, look, looking at him on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and just seeing how his career evolved and, you know, just being true to who Will was. Yeah. So I think maybe around the 14th or 15th of this month, Will Smith done a remix to the song. And it just felt like nostalgic Will Smith. And he was talking Man. about how he, where he came from and, you know, how he rose to the top of being who he was by being him, not mm. cussing in his songs and, you know, Never. talking about unity and talking about having fun and just being carefree. And I'm just like, wow, that's so true. And then, you know, on that video, I went to the comments and somebody was like, I can't imagine a day where we lose Will Smith. And mm. I was like, damn, like. I don't want to think, think about, about that. that. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I understood where they came from because we never even, I don't think anyone, anyone had thought about losing Kobe Bryant. Nobody. No, I mean, it like, came. Like, that hadn't even came Ugh. to your mind yet. You know, like, it was just Kobe retired about to see what he about to do. You know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, oh, man, I, I wonder what would happen if we lost Kobe. Like, it never formulated in your mind. No. Nope. And so for when he said that, I was like, wow, like, we were losing so many legends. Like, yeah. when I have kids, I'm going to have to tell them about this person who passed away but has such a major impact in our culture. Yeah. I'm going to have to teach them about tonight and tonight. <laughs> 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 I'm going to have to tell them the symbolicness of cleanup woman. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to have to, you know, tell them oh well she just dropped a new song you should go listen to it you know like it's like it ain't like that right so it's just it really made you you know really think about things and quickly quickly we're gonna talk about this but another thing that really had me thinking about you know losing people and losing our legends is the continuing of the shootings of black lives you know we saw that with Ahmaud Arbery we saw that with you know Breonna Taylor as of late and it's just like damn you know, like, I, I guess I've gotten to a point. I'm tired of asking the question, when does it end? Or, yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, what's going to happen now? Because, I mean, we've lost all hope mm-hmm. when it comes to justice pertaining to these particular cases. We've seen how it goes. Mm-hmm. We know we know the deal, y'all. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, we, we have that doom that hits us when, when a case like this mm-hmm. happens. It's like, oh, well, we already know what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to be free. And exactly. It's, or we'll get a smack <sighs> on the hand. Yes, it's despairing for our community. And so, again, you know, yeah. in light of everything, it, it is something that we felt charged to talk about because, you know, we know what's on your mind. Because it's on ours. You know, even more because, you know, I work uptown in Charlotte. And, you know, recently I had to come in contact with, you know, a cop. I don't know. You know what? This doesn't take this moment. Because (laughs) there's a group of young kids that rides around uptown Charlotte. And if y'all know these children, please, please, please. Please get in contact with them. What do you mean ride? Uh, so, oh, yeah, I'm just So, so they ride uh, bicycles. Okay. Nothing wrong with it, right? Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it started off with them just riding on the road, maybe 
stop in traffic a little bit, whatever. You know, yeah. it's up, down, things always happening. But recently, I don't know if it's because, you know, the lack of school or the lack of discipline, I'm not sure, but they've been going into buildings and different garages and mm-hmm. some of the uptown areas. And it's it's escalating to the point now it's starting to be vandalism and it's starting to be things. And then my thing with them, and I try to talk to them like, hey, I don't care about you riding bicycles in the yeah. garage. I don't care about you, you know, skateboarding. But at the same time, you are black children mm. in a predominantly white place where they're quick to, to say anything, you know? And I'm saying this out of love. Yeah. And they don't take it well. So Have you, you been able to talk with them or get to yeah, them? I tried to. I was like, hey, I'm, this isn't me coming at you as, you know, a mad black woman at work. This yeah. isn't me coming to you as a black woman because I see you as my black children. Stop. You know, like, because I don't want to see something happen to you or you get a record off of something so small. And I feel like they're looking for something yeah, to look at get to, into the, and get uh, in trouble. So um, recently there mm-hmm. was a call into police from a neighboring complex. Okay. They called because they saw the same kids going through the garages but this time you're looking inside the cars, you know, peeping in the windows. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, God, like, come on, you know, I, I've told my boss, I'll say, hey, I'm not going to call the cops on them. I said, they're children. I'm not going to call the cops on no dang on black kids. I'm sorry. That's, no, that, that's not, not what I'm doing. And she agreed. She said, I totally get you. She said, because they are kids. And we don't want anything to escalate because of that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at most, maybe like 14. So okay. they're kids, kids, you know, yeah, yeah. but they're black kids and they look older than what they are, hmm. you know. And so it's just it's been trying and so hard for me because, like, I just got this overwhelming feeling, feeling that something's going to happen to him, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, one night the cops came through. He pinned, hey, I'm going to look through the garage and see, you know, we can see anything. You know, we've had reports, kids riding through bicycles, through the garages, looking in cars. I got to do my job. Cool, okay. whatever. I'm praying the whole time. Please don't let them find him. Cop came in, talked to me, whatever. The reason why I say this is because even though I'm sitting in this building, this luxury building, yeah. with my little professional clothes on, my little blazer on, my hair politely unoffensive to white people, Girl. I still question <laughs> myself. I said, how would he react to me mm-hmm. outside this job? Yeah. Would he still be as, hey, ma'am, how are you? This isn't No, he wouldn't. I said, so, you, you know, so. that's what I, hell no. Okay. If he see me right now, he might look, look at that. You know what I mean? Like, not in a bad way, but just how they view us. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, I wanted to find the kids and tell them, listen, y'all, y'all are making yourselves hot. You're going to get in trouble. And the way things are now, why? You know, like, ride your bicycles. Do what you got to do. Go do your tricks and stuff. I love seeing it. I love seeing them come down the road, yeah. you know, popping their willies and doing their stuff. Yeah. But then... <laughs> It starts, I don't like it when I see you go in a garage and you make the fire extinguisher go off and you put smoke bombs in a garage. That's where I have a problem, you it's know? Like, what are you doing? What are you asking exactly. for? And I'm trying my best to, you know, be a protector without you even knowing. I'm already, t- I'm not calling the cops on them. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, have them exposed to the justice system when they don't need to, when they're just being kids. But at the same time, I need for you, little black boys, to, get to do what you're supposed to be doing. Go have fun, but don't Exactly, because everybody ain't like me, where I'm not going to call the cops. They right. will call the cops and call them and call them and call Quick. them until you are arrested or something worse. So it's just that, for me, it's justice. the importance yeah. of it. You know, it's just like, I don't want to see anyone else 
losing their life yeah. or something foolishness or even begin the steps of losing your life at yeah. that age. And it's a song that like I've been stuck on for the last what few song days. You've been listening to? Um is Natalie Cole, Our Love. Oh man. And it's just it's something about it. It makes my heart smile. It makes me feel so good. It feels so warm. That's how I feel. Like yeah. when I see little kids who, you know, are doing what they're supposed to do or anything like that, it's always out of love and it's just like mm-hmm. I got you, but help me help you. Yes. You know, like, you, there's certain things you shouldn't be doing, baby. You know this. Like, yeah. I, it's not me being smart with you. It's just like, listen, go home. Go home. You know, yeah. like, if you're not going home, go to the park that's right across the street and do whatever you want to do. But, like, when you start going on private property, these white folks ain't playing with you, okay? Like, and our last thing I want to do is to see another shooting, and especially of a child. Like, no, we're not doing that. But Natalie Cole has been keeping me real. Mm. And Vivian, I think this should be the song of the episode. To Let's bring it go all with home. it. Okay. Because <laughs> um, at the end of the day, we need uplifting. We need yes. to be reminded that uh, we all love each other. I love that you shared that about the boys. And I'm hoping that you'll yeah. be able to see them again. And you'll really be do. able to, you know, talk with and them I again. And I hope I'm able to see them right, outside y'all. my work clothes. Because, yes. you know, it does and look very corporate. It does, because it's like, oh, she's just trying to tell me something. Uh But I'm just like, I'm trying to save you. Like, I'm literally trying to save your life, because I don't know. You know, if if I'm questioning myself, how I would be perceived by Mm -hmm. this white officer outside of my work clothes, then you should be worried about how you perceived generally. You know? Yeah. That's so I'm it. like, yeah. And Get there's on with it, your girl. answer um, as far as wondering what else. What else can we do? You know, just walk in, in your daily life. And if there's anything that doesn't sit with you the right way, stand up or speak up or use what you have. Yeah. Um, like Jasmine said, you know, in order to protect, you know, who is still here, you know, yeah. and, and protect us. So we just want to really quickly take a moment of silence for, you know, our brother and our sister that lost their lives. Um, and the countless others absolutely Um, we want to do that now all right miss viv all right our love natalie cole we're gonna we're gonna um end with this y'all this is a beautiful beautiful song definitely um, look it up and play it play it loud inspiration (laughs) put it on in your house Um, it'll get you right i've got love on my mind Love is always right on time. Love is you and love is me. Love is just a little baby. I've got love on my mind. Love is always right on time. Love is you and love is me. Love is going to set you free. Yes, our love, baby. Our love. Yeah. Every time I hear it, girl, I get to smile it. You should have saw me. I'd be like, yes, Natalie. And also, if Natalie is too much for you, because she's the real deal, honey. Mary J. Blige got a uh, version as well. All right, all right. And so, you know, <laughs> go back and forth with it. There you go. You, you pick you pick what you need, pick okay? Pick what you need, okay? <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, just make sure you show love to one another. Yes, we love y'all. Yes. We'll see you back next Sunday. Next Sunday, peeps. All right. Yeah.